Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? I've got, I'm doing, um, um, finger guns. How's it going? Well, I'm dodging your shots, but, you know, it's probably more dangerous to dodge them considering how wide they're going. Uh, But I'm doing okay. I am a stormtrooper. Let me see your passes. Uh, let's just do as many different things that aren't Fire Emblem right off the bat. And uh, just to throw people off, they might think this is a professional <laughs> finger guns um, audio podcast, which would be a really weird thing, um, especially without any professional folio work. But uh, yeah, we're, we're here. We're back. It's been a... I would say it's been a week. Uh, for our listeners, you know, it's been... It's it's been just a few uh what feels like maybe a few short days since we had the the Fay channel announcement but honestly uh I don't know what do you think are you excited we got lots of stuff to talk about Oh yeah quite a lot in the Fay channel uh some nice changes that you know there was a bit of a misunderstanding uh, apparently someone thought I was saying that it was no good or something when I was just saying that you know they're not the most useful heroes except for as fodder because ah. you know they're not going to be if you're if you're pushing tier twenty one uh, arena and all that high end stuff or whatever, which I'm not. So they're actually quite useful. They're merges and other stuff for me. Yeah, well, so. you know we we did do a live uh, Fay channel reaction, which we weren't sure we were going to be able to do. But honestly, if we're going to do one, we might as well do the Fay anniversary. We tacked that on to to last week's episode. Uh, but we are going to go through all the announcements with fresh eyes, um, as fresh as they come, uh, considering, um, you know, it's been a I, week. I but... have the same eyes that I was using on Monday, uh, so oh. I didn't manage to get fresh eyes. You didn't so. close your eyes at all? You didn't rest for the last five days? Well, no. I, they're the same eyes, though. Mm. They're not any fresher than they were. In fact, they're less fresh than they were five days ago. Oh. I can't help you there. You got to get a new eye guy. Um, no, no, they've been rested multiple times since then. But you know, I should have said rested is what you're saying, or you find a doctor that will replace your eyes every once in a while. Try or it. I'm Don't knock being, it till you try it. Or I'm just playing a nice, fun round of semantics. Mm, my favorite, favorite game right off the top of the show. Well, uh, let's jump past that and let's talk about the banners because, like I said, we got lots to do, and I didn't update. The banners uh, in here before we started, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna list the ones I have while I boot up the game to determine um, which banners are uh, currently running. If my phone would listen to me, but we've got the weekly revival banner 27 um, heroes with wrath going until the 9th of February. Uh, the dark desert rituals going into the 17th. It's really unfortunate that the game is deciding to take. It's time to load, uh, you know, well... Of course, we have For Love of a King. The for Love new of a banner King. that uh, got announced, as well as the uh, Year 4 Hero Fest. And if you haven't grabbed your uh, special summon, free summon, that's sitting there, too, for you. Mm-hmm. So Love of a King is going to go until the uh, 4th of March. So you've got a good chunk of time to... Net those heroes if you so choose, and the Hero Fest is actually going to be running until the 15th of February, so not a whole lot of time left to get your shin on on, but, um, you know, you got some time. You got some time. And it is the Weekly Revival Banner 28 that is running 
probably as of the time you're going to be listening to this, but that doesn't matter because it's just a number, man. It's just a number. Um, Eddie, you, you've got... The news we got this last week, we don't know if those are going to be refreshing in Ooh. a couple weeks. Good point. Could be your last one. Could be there might not be one. Last, last time round, but I think they're going to finish up the run they've currently got going. I think it goes to 31 right now. Okay. But... It's a good point. It's good to note. Uh, so yeah, take advantage. I don't know if anyone's... They have the numbers, you know, whether people are summoning on them. I... I just get the free hero and move on with my day, but um, there there might be folks that are looking for a specific hero that are that are waiting for that banner to show up. I'm and sure. And the revival places. banners are a way to focus on those specific heroes, whereas the new feature does not, you know, allow you to focus on who you're going for, other than color wise. Mm-hmm. So, indeed. But. So, how did you do this week with summoning? Because there was lots to uh, sort of net. Yeah, I did dip back into the Sarah's banner uh, before it ended and managed to grab her, so that was nice. I got lucky on the free summon, the special hero year four free summon, uh, and got Summer Ingrid, who I was hoping for. Uh, and then I did hop into the Valentine's banner, uh, back to its evil, evil ways, uh, and managed to get a pretty decent haul. Um, I did get a three-star Miranda fairly early on. Uh, she was the, you know, four-star focus from the last regular banner. So now she's back down into the three, four-star pool. I got a four-star bump of a Zelgius, uh, as well as a couple Valentine's Alphonses, which by the end of the uh, summoning on green, with I had two five-stars and three four-stars, so a total of five before finally getting a Gustav and no longer having to summon on greens. Uh, along the way to getting that Gustav, I got a handful of additional four-star boosts or bumps or whatever you want to call them, uh, with an Eldigan, a uh, Bike, a uh, Lin. I think Sigurd's part of it. I think he was one of them. Uh, it's hard to remember exactly who it was if I didn't jot down who was a uh, boost and who was a normal five-star. Uh, but I did get a handful of five-star pity breaks as well with a male Chris. Lou, Dream Camilla, and Fallen Ike. Uh, I think I got those in the right categories, like I said. Um, you know, uh, afterwards, I had a streak of quote-unquote luck uh, in where I got a Gray, Mia, and Saber four-star boost, uh, as well as a Fallen Marissa. Uh, she might have been a boost, but I think she was a normal pity break as well as another Dream Camilla and Idun Pity Break. Uh, and pretty quickly, um, I managed to get Leaf and Thrasir, uh, but ended up getting another three of those while hunting for Henriette uh, wow. before calling it for now, and I've been picking at it. I got a month to keep picking at it and try and get Henriette. Uh, um, I did hop into the Hero Fest this morning to use up those uh, ten tickets that we had gotten uh, in my 11 summons, I managed to get a Sothis and a Shamir. Nice. Out of there. So. You were very busy. That's a lot of summoning yeah. for a week. How many uh, orbs you know did me, you go through? I go I, way more than I intended to, probably. Yeah, I mean... I it's... got my paycheck, so I bought a couple packs, like I tend to do, trying to get all those special heroes. But like I said... This was a nice evil banner with two green and two red on it, so it's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Even after I got one, I had to keep summoning on the same color. 
I didn't realize that until I was doing the notes and I was because I well, not until I did the notes when I started summoning. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm surprised we didn't pick up on this. I guess we couldn't have picked up on in the in the Fey channel. I don't we, recall if the Fey channel told us their movement types or colors. I mean, well, we would was, have seen it in the preview of, of the map, would we not, if we were looking close enough? Probably. So yeah. it might have been there. I just wasn't paying full attention. No, we were yeah. we were tired and um, distracted by the fact that uh, it was all... I'll admit, I didn't even notice it when the um, banner came out. Um, I noticed. I think I noticed then that uh, Pantsless Alphonse, uh, who's wearing a young Marth's outfit from the 30th anniversary without the Spanx that Marth was wearing. <laughs> um, yes. He was an armored unit. So he's got legs of steel, man. Free ball it in your considered armored. He doesn't skip leg day. We'll, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about leg day Alphonse in in a little From bit. From that drawing, it looks like he does skip leg day, but hey, <laughs> he's just got a special lotion. I'm he just uses? Saying, I don't, don't know. Look, I can't, can't yeah, really. they don't look muscly and bulked up. So no. <laughs> all right. Well, we will analyze Alphonse's legs later. Um, let's save that for the Alphonse leg segment. Uh, coming up in a little bit. Um, you know, it's funny. I uh, did not jump back into the Saros banner last week after getting uh, the other two blues that I didn't have on that banner. But it really looks like the... Is it a Hero Rises? Yeah, the Hero Rises is possibly going to have Saros at least in, in the top four. So I'm I'm well, confident... the top one. eight that'll go to the voting gauntlet. Oh, right. So. And then the top four winners. Hmm. I they think the, the top four winners, uh, the final four of the voting gauntlet, or those who win the first round, will be on a banner, and the overall winner will be given for free. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't necessarily need Saros to win. I believe she will get top four, though, because like, we'll talk about the interim results, um, which are as of a couple days ago as of this recording, so they're not necessarily super accurate to right now, but... Um, It'll be interesting to see how that pans out. So I am holding on Saros for now. Uh, my year four special banner hero was Easter uh, Fur. Um, I felt like green was the was the choice for me in terms of, of summoning. It had the most heroes I didn't have. And I want to give credit where credit's due. I believe it was Opera and Discord that said that green had the least amount of um, four-star versions of heroes in the yeah. sense that those heroes were available as four stars. So, um, yep. I did that. I, I, like usual, I had everyone. So I just, you know, was like, you know what? I wouldn't mind if I get an extra Ingrid and whatever I get will probably just get merged into what I already have. So chose blue and I got lucky there. That's pretty lucky because usually I have a, usually I don't do so well. But I think this year I was pretty happy with Easter Fur. I didn't have her yet. So I'm leveling her up in Tempest Trials. Um, the special heroes banner, I figured, Hey, let's use these special tickets and kind of just pick up the extra green and reds. Not really hoping for anything in particular, just kind of like, I don't know, shooting orbs into the well for no reason. I know um, it's not like I'm made of orbs. I just felt like it still free to play. Um, I ended up getting, and these are all five-star pity breaks, Naga, Ewan, Hubert, Brave Micaiah, all four of them. And, um, uh, Ewan and Hubert are are new for me, so that was nice, I guess. Hubert's yeah. creepy. I'm, I kind of want to send him home, but I don't know. Well, he was creepy in three houses, so I know that's fits. what I'm saying. 
I don't know if I want him in my <laughs> in my castle. He's just gonna be popping up every once in a while. I'm like, ah, what are you doing here? <laughs> Get out of here. Edelgard's busy. Um, so yeah, I I, I don't know. Uh, and and I think like because I don't have like a a a, a Valentine's sort of five star. Um, my percentage was reset with every one of those. I don't know if I feel like going back into the Valentine's premium heroes for those Valentine's premium heroes. None of them really jump out at me as like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get that hero. Um, but I'm probably going to sit on it and see how it goes. We'll see what the next Mm -hmm. heroes are. Um, and then, uh, for hero fest, I had all the heroes except for Shinon. So I kind of just mainlined colorless with the tickets and on my final free ticket, I got Shinon. So. I'd consider cool. that a win as well. Yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, for the Valentine's banner, it's you know uh, not amazing. Uh, you know, you know, you don't have to get anyone, but uh, if you manage to get a Gustav or Henriette, it'd be nice to get that new skill to try it out a bit. Yes, but... yeah, I will agree with that. I I think that um, I was tempted to try to get either Henrietta or Gustav, and and that's kind of where I was like, oh, I'll just summon on green and red. I find it so odd that lately I've on these special banners I've really had this weird luck of just getting off focus five stars and mm. none of them are the four star upgrade. <laughs> All of them were five stars. And um yeah, I know I maybe maybe I go in one more time because I agree with you. It would be really cool to try that skill because it looked really neat in the announcement videos. Yeah, but but like you like you said, don't you know, don't try too hard, you know. If you feel like trying a little bit, that's fine, but you know, don't waste too many orbs on it, seeing as, like we've mentioned before, this is an evil banner with both having two colors on the same or two characters in the same color. More evil than yeah. usual. And I think yeah. we'll we'll certainly touch on that because honestly it just feels if, wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah, if you're gonna focus on one to try and get that special uh character it, probably would be green because Alphonse being a four star focus, uh, you know, you could get him and not lose your pity rate. Yeah, that's true. So even do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll probably, like you said, it's around till March, probably sit on it for a little bit and then jump back in when, um, uh, once we know what the next heroes are, see if I need to save some orbs. But, uh, I mean, I'd ask what's going on in the next couple of weeks, but uh, we don't have a calendar, so it's it's kind of bare. Yeah, the ca- calendar's winding down with only two things still left to drop, both on the 9th, uh, which is another Bound Hero Battle Revival for Tiki and Nav- Naga. Hopefully all the quests will be properly worded for the incorrectly worded this time, unlike the last time. Uh, and a new power in the new power banner, replacing the Heroes with Wrath skills. Mm-hmm. So, not yeah. much left no for sure and i think now's a good time to mention um i mean i know we don't have a calendar but like as uh we can sort of predict going forward um next week's probably going to be a bit quiet also it's a holiday here in ontario canada we're going to take a week off and then we'll be back the week after bearing any crazy stuff that pops up but it's looking very likely that we'll be able to take um just a week break and then we'll be back but uh i say that because we do have a ton to talk about this week. And you say um, it's a holiday in Canada, and technically, if you look at it, you know, a capitalist society is supposed to focus on corporations, and since next Sunday is a corporation invented holiday, there's a holiday in US too. 
<laughs> well, yeah, well, yes, it is Valentine's Day uh, on Sunday next week, but it's also Family Day on the Monday, which is uh, a government-created holiday because we, a lot of provinces in Canada felt as though we were missing a holiday in, in February. And you may not know this, but winter's a bit of a pain in the ass, and when you don't have holidays after the Christmas rush, and who considers Christmas holidays, really, you're, you're busier on Christmas than you are during a normal week um it's nice to have a, a, a day off so yeah we have a family day weekend coming up and um if, it, it's kind of a weird sort of government freebie I, I isn't there something going on in the states in february is there's there's a holiday a bank holiday in february is there not am i mistaken january is um, uh, martin luther king day right yeah there might be one i can't think of it is Most it... I think of is Groundhog Day a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago. We should get Groundhog Day. That is Black think. History Month. Yes. But yeah. I don't think you get days off for any of those. No. Uh, if there is a, you know, bank holiday at some point during the month, I can't think of what it is. February holidays. Oh, yeah. it's, it's also yeah. uh, American Heart Month um, and Canned Food Month. Uh, yeah, other than Valentine's Day, I don't know of anything in February. Chocolate Day, oh, Super Bowl Sunday, but oh, yes, but that's not an actual holiday, no, that's just a day where the superb owl gets played. That's true, we can't actually, I should have said it. That was our one. Speaking of celebrations, yes, yes, of uh, course, let's get back. We have a fourth anniversary celebration, so we could say that uh, February is also the uh, Fay celebration. You know, so anniversary month. Yeah, and I didn't mention it last week, but we'll mention it this week. In that, this is our third year of podcasting. We're entering our um our fourth year of of episodes mm-hmm. of Summoner's Call. So, you know, we're always one year behind Faye, but we don't put out a Faye channel to celebrate. We just kind of do a podcast, then take a week off, and then we come back. Um, but the Faye channel and the fourth anniversary celebrations was uh, posted, um last monday and we did a live reaction however if you if you did catch our live reaction at the end of episode 136 you know we received our first fay channel of the year yay the video detailed the cyl choose your legend four results all the celebratory fun for the fourth anniversary version 5.2 details and a preview of the valentine's special heroes featuring all original content and a sternly disappointed eddie um Yes, and we'll we'll get yeah. to that. Yep, we'll get to that. Uh, but first, we have the CYL four results, and no surprise to anyone, Marth fell to second place in behind Gatekeeper, <laughs> which yeah. actually is a bit of a shock, but not a big one. Gatekeeper just, you know, the memes are strong, and once the internet got a hold of that, I'm willing to bet there were a bunch of people who did the memes without ever playing the game, who came in and voted. Uh, but the bigger surprise is swooping in out of nowhere. I don't remember where exactly she was in the mid-count poll, but uh, swooping in out of nowhere, Marianne took first place on the female side, with Erica falling to second place. Uh, I think she was somewhere in the middle, just not up top, you know. Yeah, I don't remember exactly where she was, but yeah, it's... um. The real interesting thing here for me is is when you look at Gatekeeper as a character, um, 
character. It is very Mimi that it would, or that uh, he would rise to first place. But honestly, expected when I think Is puts these characters into the running as sort of like a "ha ha, watch this" type thing. And uh, poor Crom, poor Crom. <laughs> yeah, um, I did double check it. Marianne was third, so it wasn't completely out of nowhere. But yeah, female Byleth was pull higher. Up to first and knocked Byleth down to third. Which sucks. Or further. I don't know exactly where Byleth ended, because I didn't double-check the end results. I just saw what they said in the Thirst thing. Yeah. Pulled up the interim results, and yeah. Personally... Nothing Gatekeeper swapped, and... Sorry. No, I was going to say, personally, I would have liked a female Byleth in there, but I'm cool with these. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we'll see what Gatekeeper does, and I know it'll be hilarious, and uh, August will be here before you know it. Or it'll take forever. We'll see. August feels like a while away. So, um, Getting into the fourth anniversary celebrations, a lot of these are currently active, so you might have already received some of them. Um, Login bonus, you're going to get 20 orbs and 44 trait fruits. Those are running right now. The fourth anniversary quests and Ether Raid support quests. Uh, 24 orbs, 44 sacred coins, 44 heroic grails, 44 dragon flowers of each color, 444 divine codes, 500 ether stones, and one formasol, which um, that was the big one, Eddie, the, the fact that they were giving us, they were gifting us a formasol for, I think, what is a pretty easy quest. And um, this might be a lot of people's first time interacting with a formasol. Uh, I know it's mine. Have you purchased a form of soul before? Almost like I mentioned it last uh, last time that I've purchased just about every pack, just never used the form of souls. Really? You pur- see, you're talking. You're 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 thinking that I remember and retain information. Uh, a lot <laughs> yeah, of stuff. No, foolish of me. A lot of stuff does. No, you know. I'm glad you reminded me. I do remember you saying that, and. Um, yeah. Oh no, we were talking. I think we were talking in Discord about it, and because I was asking you whether I they it was like, during the live reaction. But oh, maybe. Well, I was exhausted, so eleven o'clock is late for me. Um, yeah, the form of soul. I was asking, like, oh, do we have to use it on this specific banner or, or this specific hall of forms, or can we wait? And as you said, yeah, you can wait because you're sitting on on a bunch of them. So if you're sitting on a bunch of them, like what? What is going to lead you to use a form of soul? Uh, well, one thing would be actually remembering to get in and <laughs> go through Hall of Forms, which I haven't done in a while. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sitting on 11 form of souls right now, and I'm not even sure I got the free one yet. But, oh, okay. Um, wow. That, that'll, that'll help me use the form of soul. But uh, specific characters, probably, really, more than anything else. Like, you know, if... um. And it might have done it. I just missed it and somehow overlooked it. But if Winter Lissa or a new Lissa comes in and has a form of soul version, uh, that would probably get me to use it. But I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you miss a hero that you were looking for, um, I could see that being a thing. Uh, yeah. And I, I think I'm, I'm in the same boat. It would less be less about skills. I'm wondering if like, since I don't buy a lot of orb packs. And having a form of soul, maybe it's better for me to like, you know, wait for a powerful hero, then build it specifically and do it that way. That one might be the better approach for me. For you, yeah. it makes sense to kind of just 
pick out heroes as they come. But um, for someone who probably doesn't plan on buying, a and that's part of the reason I haven't used them before is that I'm pretty bad about remembering to hop in daily and do the hall of forms and craft the forma into what I want. But if I'm going to use one of the forma souls, I am going to want to craft that forma. Mm-hmm. You know, true. I agree with that. Get them uh, skills they wouldn't normally be able to get. Yeah, exactly. Um, fourth anniversary Tempest Trials plus quest rewards. So you got your five summoning ticket one, ten summoning ticket two. Those were for the um, the Valentine's banner and the Hero Fest banner. And for- those ten summoning ticket twos were part of the actual Tempest Trials, like part of the as oh, you they? gain points rewards. They were in uh-huh. a separate set of quests. Oh, okay. The five summoning ticket ones for the Valentine's banner were part of the quests, but the ten summoning tickets, too, were rewards gained as you progressed through your Tempest Trials. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, well, there we go. Uh, You're also going to get 44 Sacred Coins, 176 Heroic Grails, 44 Divine Dews, and 44 Dragon Flowers of each color. Is that literally... So you were saying that... some of these aren't part of the quests. Like, is this literally listing all the things you're getting from Tempest Trials, or that might be part of it? Um, it doesn't list orbs, and I know you get orbs from Tempest Trials, so, so maybe it's just it, the tickets were unique. So they... it might be the tickets were unique there, because you know I was looking through the special rewards, and I noticed that well, I can't seem to find where I get the Hero Fest summoning tickets. And then I looked into it and I said, and those will become as rewards in the actual Tempest trial. Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. Well, uh, Grand Hero Party. I know it's a, you know it's a party when you're at a Grand Hero Party. Uh, these will be the return of Grand Hero Battles. Some of these have already, um, have already arrived. I don't really pay attention to them, but you do have a chance to fight Gangrel Eleonora, George, Petrine, Nemesis, Gaul and Kalik. Cal- yeah, Gangrel's already done. Eleonora, I don't know if she's fully done or she still has a day left, but uh, probably by the time this goes up, she will be done. Yeah, if she for wasn't sure. already. Um, so. And then we mentioned the special hero summon, which is all year four special heroes, and you get one of those for free, one five star version, and then the hero fest, which is duo Ephraim with a lion. Shamir, Sophus, and Shinon, and that—that that is the 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 sort of the de- the details, the rundown of what the fourth anniversary was. Um, but they also announced the Hero Rises event, and uh, we got some interim wow. results, which is kind of exciting too. And a quick note that Duo Ephraim, Shamir, Sophus, and Shinon Hero Fest will be the—I uh, think it's the new new player special Hero Fest or something. It's something that new players get when they first started the game or something like that. I don't know exactly how it works, but it'll be replacing the current one. So. Hmm. Um, so what is they that? mentioned that. Uh, I forget exactly how they worded it in the thing, but it was like, it's a new one that starts with um, that new user's git or something like that. Hmm. You get a special hero fest that runs. Uh, interesting. That would be a really good banner to to have start because that's a pretty yeah, that's a pretty nice thing, and I think that's part of why they update it every year so that you know new players have a special some special thing that goes for a little bit to give them some powerful 
characters early on, you know, potentially. Mm-hmm. So. No, it's really cool. Uh, I'm excited for this next little bit, though, because uh, we talked about it earlier. It means we might get a, a free, really powerful hero with this Hero Rises event. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, we got the Hero Rises yearly thing uh, going on. Um, like last year, it will lead into a voting gauntlet. Um, and I believe, like last year, it will also... Uh, the top four heroes will be on a banner where everyone will get the winning hero from the voting gauntlet. Uh, yeah, I've expressed my frustrations with voting gauntlets in the past. Uh, I've never, I've not noticed any insane flips out there anymore. So maybe they've gotten better, but we'll see how it goes uh, when that happens at the end of, I think, end of February, maybe end of March. I think it's the end of February that this. I believe uh, it's end of runs. Yeah, I believe it's end of February because they said the hero would be rewarded in in March. Okay. So, but uh, at the interim, uh, when they announced those temporary things, uh, we had Linja and Brave Edelgard joining a uh, just a chain of uh, mythic and legendary heroes. Uh, so, like Saros is currently number one with Linja, uh, Ninja Friend Duo, Lin. Uh, in number two, addressing Emperor Edelgard, which I think is the legendary Edelgard, in Savior King Dimitri in three and four, uh, legendary Krom, legendary Corin, Mythic Freya, and Brave Edelgard rounding out the top eight. So those are currently the ones who will be uh, in the voting gauntlet if they manage to hold their places. Uh, we won't know until it ends and they announce who's going to be in the voting gauntlet, but that's how it stood a couple days ago on the 4th. It's it's kind of weird when you look at this. Um, in 20th is the free version of Byleth they gave out to people who bought three houses. Um, there's no female Byleth outside of her. I know she has a special, this is the, her special summer unit. So I guess like if you could get a special version of, of female Byleth, that's better than just getting the rando one. But I mean, the top eight is is pretty expected it's a lot of like newer heroes uh so it's kind of a list of what people feel are the strongest heroes out there Mm -hmm. and it's kind of impressive that a base spirelith that everyone got for free is considered one of the top 20 most powerful heroes because other than him in the brave versions he he seems to be the only non-mythic non-legendary uh, non-special unit, you know. He's I guess definitely... Fall Vessel Robin, she wasn't a duo unit, but... She was a normal special. Um, Claude is a, yeah. is a brave, right? Yeah, that Cla- that version of Claude is brave, as is the Dimitri there is the brave Dimitri, but then you got a bunch of duos and legendaries and mythics, you know. Is that brave and Dimitri? Then... Or is that legendary Dimitri? Or is he on there twice? Uh, Legendary Dimitri is number four, and Brave Dimitri is number nine. Oh, never uh, mind. Duo Byleth is number ten. Uh, but Robin and Byleth are the only two non-mythic, non-legendary single characters. Hmm. Look at that. Non-duo. Well, to be a voting gauntlet for the ages, and, and yeah. non-Brave, I should say, as well. Mm-hmm. And they both beat out Brave Lysithia, so. And I, I think they said that 
And I'm going to apologize if you already, I'm checking the note. No, you didn't say it. So um, I think they said that this, this banner for the Hero Rises event, once it's all said and done, will have a spark attached to it as well. And you'll get a free, oh. you'll get the free one. I knew there was definitely one of the ones that had a spark and it wasn't, clearly wasn't the Hero Fest. So that's probably the one that does, mm-hmm. did have the spark. That So, I mean, I mean, if we lock in these top eight and then you do a popularity contest for the top four, my prediction is Saros, Lynn, Edelgard, and maybe Freya, but also maybe maybe two Edelgard. <laughs> Could you imagine? They they better set up the bracket so Edelgard has to eliminate Edelgard because <laughs> I don't want two Edelgards on this band. <laughs> I don't think it's our choice. No, that's true. I think they go uh, by the numbers, right? Be, yeah, I think they'll be using either football rules or just straight one through eight. Yeah. Like, uh, um, uh, and NHL playoffs, like Stanley cup, they go one and eight, two and yeah. seven, one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus, uh, six and four versus five, you know, sports. So. That's our one sports reference for this year. So we got it out of the way. We did it. Mm-hmm. And right near next to Super Bowl weekend. So it kind of makes sense. So, yeah, fun times. Uh, that'll be a fun one to watch, and we will certainly keep everyone up to date. Um, there was also some details about 5.2, the new version update. Uh, I've got some quick quick hits, and then there's like four things that kind of warrant a bit of discussion. So feel free to jump in, Eddie, if, if some of this, you know, uh, piques your interest. But, you know, we got the standard stuff, uh, combat manuals, five-star. You're going to have Valentine's uh, Lynn and Valentine's Soren. Four star, you've got Seth, Kane, uh, Sita, Odin, and Wrath. Weapon Refinery, Nina, Joshua, Reinhardt, Thunder's Sword, Nino, Pale Flower. They did some uh, Pawns of Loki changes, some sort of NPC at the lower level stuff. Uh, I didn't put it in the notes, but I was going to pull it up. It's, it's, it's very minimal type thing. So in beginner difficulty, the enemies are always NPCs. So uh, not player characters, not not other players' teams, but if you're uh, in intermediate and advanced, if your tier two is if your tier is two or higher, other players' teams will appear. And uh, pawns of Loki now counts towards the number of friends helped. So if a friend borrows a hero from your brigade and clears pawns of Loki, that will count towards your your count. And I mean, if you're wondering like me, like what does that matter? I think it has something to do with allegiance battles. And again, you might be asking, um, why does that matter? Well, I think what this change in Pons Loki means it's a little easier at the earlier levels and tiers. Because a NPC one will have less min max skills potentially than a you know grab from your friends list type mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, that makes sense. Um Ether Raids and Resort had some changes. Uh duos indulgence on the offense and duos hindrance on the defense can be increased to level five. We don't go, usually go into this type of detail, but they added three new songs, one from Awakening, one from New Mystery of the Emblem, and uh, from another from Heroes, from the game, not the game Heroes, but Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, Heroic Grails are being updated. You've got Kalec, Tiger Eye, Felix, Icy, Gift Giver, and Keaton, Resolved Wolfskin. And then finally, uh, a hero, a maximum hero merit is now 7,000, up from 6,000. So uh, look forward to that. I thought that was, 
I, I was going to look into this, like Hero Merit. I thought that was the feathers you get, right? Is that not correct? Or what is Hero what, Merit? What again? do you mean, is that not correct? That is what it is. It okay. is, you know, essentially based on the feathers you get. Oh, um, so this is. You, this... you, when you character fights, they gain SP and Hero Merit. Right. Uh, one, every 500 Hero Merit they get, they give you 500 Hero Feathers. So, so this is giving us another thousand feathers. A thousand feathers per character. Right. So I and there are some people who have maxed out all their feathers. On certain characters, I have for sure. Um, I've done it on a couple characters. That's what I generally use for my um, oh, what you call it? Brain fart. Your main team, I guess. I don't know. Uh no, for uh, forging bonds. I have a team that I'm grinding up to max hero merit. And once someone gets max hero merit, I swap them out with another character. Oh. So. Oh, okay. So you're actually farming feathers there um, sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's slow. takes a long time. But, you know, yeah, I eventually get feathers. So. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, well, there, I, I think I just, I, I weirded myself out by mentioning the maximum hero merit being feathers wise, not like the amount you can cap out at, but, um, anyways. It sort of is feathers because, you know, that extra thousand hero merit, once you earn it, is another thousand feathers per character, mm -hmm. but. Yeah. Well, there we go. Uh, discussion details. Let's get into some some discussion on some of the changes because there were some big things that were added. Um, and you might be wondering, why is Milner Strike on here? Well, we'll get to that because they added My Summoner. You can now create your summoner in the game and you can change your name. Uh, but it's I, I thought it was weird in that like you can change your name summoner from Kieran to whatever you want. But I thought that was like, oh, they're going to let people change their in-game name because a lot of people are known as Kieran because people would re-roll to try to get the best uh, the best initial mm -hmm. summons. But it's different. I had to change Kieran, Kieran, you know, like to, to Ryan again. So it was like, what is that name? It, I, I guess it's just literally the unit's name. It has nothing to do with your player name. I don't know if Karen actually means summoner or if it is an actual name that they've given to the character, um, but it just is the default name. And before they would just, you know, use your account name, but now you can actually have your summoner's name be different from your account name if you want. And mm -hmm. they defaulted everyone back to Kieran, Kieran as their name, you know. Yeah, no, but, that makes sense. Um, so I, I just set mine to, to my name, but... Yeah. Same um, here. Yeah, you can uh, you can do this by going to the allies menu, interact with allies, and my summoner, which again is not. It was it was tough to find, so I'm glad I'm I'm mentioning it to everybody because it was it's kind of buried in what you're doing. Yeah, took a few <laughs> minutes to dig into it and yeah, where is it hiding? Yeah, there are three presets for uh, each gender, so there are three male versions and three female versions. I, I would seriously consider the female versions because I didn't really like any many. I preferred the female versions over the male versions, just the design. I thought of it uh, because here's the thing: like as soon as Whirlwind posted in Discord when 
what his character looked like and he's like what's your what's your summoner look like and i'm like it's probably gonna look the exact same because there's three choices and and i i just felt like well they're they they i really hope they add more and i think they will um i could see them adding additional options as the game continues to receive updates but the initial offering of three per gender just seemed really low like i would have I would have probably gone with a few more at launch. Three just seems very, very minimal, right? Yeah. But you can inc- you can equip I mean, accessories to the character to make him look a little different, make him or her look a little different. I chose uh, a scuba mask just to be weird. So I don't know what you chose. Uh, I can't remember. I have it up here. But yeah, I chose the second of the three male designs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. That was the only male design I kind of liked. The other two really didn't do it for me. And, but uh, what do I have? Um, I currently have no accessory equipped, apparently. Thought I had thrown one on. Hmm. So. Well, you, you should look into that. Because um, uh, your summoner, once you have him set up, he will, he or she will be on your home screen next to your um, your preferred hero that you have in your Team 1-1 one, one slot. So that's kind of neat. Yep, so... Him and Lissa are standing up there. Yeah. Uh, skill-wise, your summoner can wield Dire Bredelblick, uh, which has the following stats. Grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus four to allies within two spaces during combat and inflicts attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance minus four on foes within two spaces during combat. And this skill can only be equipped by the original unit. You can copy skills. Um, you, furthermore, you, by choosing copy skills, you can borrow skills from any hero you have in possession. Sacred seals can be copied in a similar manner, and your summoner may equip equip the same sacred heal, e- seal, even if your hero, even if a hero has it equipped. Um, but there is only one mode that you can have your summoner participate in actively right now, which is Mjolnir Strike, uh, which saw some updates uh, as well. I will say this, I saw a post on Reddit um, that there's a major missing feature here with the the summoner is that you can't add your summoner to Ether Resort and have your summoner hang out with whoever you have running around in your resort. And I hope they <laughs> I hope they add that. It might make me go back into Ether Resort at least once. Mm-hmm. So I happen every so often, but um also with the my summoner they've added a set of quests that are going on for another 11 or 12 days at this point where you could, if you complete certain well, one specific chapter with specific characters um, you will get some more special summoner only accessories uh, and speaking of ether resorts there are actually a handful of summoner only accessories that you can now purchase in the accessory shop in there so oh interesting that's really cool I have to go in there I might have to go in there See what's up. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of uh, ether drops or whatever they call <laughs> call them. I don't remember uh, what what currency that is. This game has a lot of currencies. Um, uh, there's yeah. been some additional updates to Mjolnir Strike uh, as well, including um, the bonus that uh, Year Five Mythics uh, get in Ether raids has been added to. Uh, added to, um, whatchamacallit, to Mjolnir Strike, as well as the Summoner joining. Um, so you can actually get an additional 
unit in there if you use the current season uh, matching mythic for the Mjolnir strike. So, uh, mm-hmm. as well as some summoner focused mechanisms and stuff added as well. And you get more um, dragon flowers for various rewards. So, yeah. No, uh, some fun changes to Mjolnir Strike. I don't know if people are going to head back in there, but um, you'll. Uh, it, it seems like they're trying to trying to boost things as much as they can. Uh, the the big the two two, two of the last changes here for five point two that are quite big that I imagine will will spark some conversation. Um, the four star special rate. This is a brand new feature to address. Um, a lot of a lot of five star heroes being in the pool. So essentially, a new rarity rate has been added to summoning banners um, after the update. Five star non limited heroes that were added before August 2018 can now be summoned as four star special rate heroes. And if you summon such a hero, they will initially appear as a four star, but be bumped up to a five star before you receive them. So essentially, which is not entirely accurate, but yeah. What do you mean? Well, it's a silhouette in a different with a different background, uh, and and the four stars there. So when you when the summoning screen goes past to the point where you're seeing the hero, you know who it's going to be. It's their silhouette. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like it looks like Lissa standing there, and then suddenly <laughs> it changes into Katarina or something. Yes. It's that Katarina's is... silhouette with a starry background in a start dropping down to you know reveal who it is yeah yeah and uh i have not experienced this eddie you you have experienced it but you'll know if you're skipping the summoning screen you'll know you got a bump if there's like a weird sort of uh, darker starry sky background um yeah a night sky instead of a daytime sky yeah, yeah so uh these heroes will no longer appear in the five star category and they will not reset your five-star pity rate. They are completely separate. Yes, that is a nice feature, that they don't reset your five-star pity rate. Um, and the other thing is, is that if they are a focus on a banner, they can appear in five-star focus, but they aren't in the normal pool at, at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So it's an exciting change, and I think an interesting way to address... Um, sort of pity breaks and the fact that the five star pool is is quite quite bloated uh with now but they've now reduced it to have only three years of of content give or take technically two years and they're working on the third year and they usually clean out the pool sometime april to august so we might even have some more drop into that category late this later in the year Mm -hmm. uh but as we mentioned, the past few mythic, uh, mythic and legendary banners, there were eight heroes that were just pulled unceremoniously completely from uh, the legendary and mythic banners. Completely and utterly. No longer there at all anymore. Uh, we finally got word on where they went. Um, there's going to be uh, new special banners where two of those heroes will appear. Legendary hero remix banners, they're called. And not only will they be appearing on these special banners, they'll be getting new skills uh, as well. Uh, The first two, uh, which would also be the first two legendary heroes that uh, were ever released, which would be Fjorm and Ike, 
uh, will be coming out here. I don't remember exactly when they'll be dropping, um, but uh, Fjorm gets a new uh, bone or a boosted special, Ice Mirror 2, with a cooldown of 2. If foe is 2 spaces from unit, reduces damage from foe's attacks by 40%. After triggering, it boosts damage for uh, the unit's next attack by 40% of her res. Uh, and the boost resets at the end of combat. So if um, you know if it triggers, she gets a boost while fighting, but uh, you know it goes back to normal. Uh, and it can only be equipped by her, of course. And she also gets a de- attack defense unity in her A slot. Ike, uh, Vanguard Legend, gets Radiant Ether too. Uh, so a boosted version of his Radiant Ether. With a cooldown of 4 at the start of turn run, it gets a special cooldown of minus 2. To him, it treats foes defense and resistance. When it triggers, it treats def- defense and resistance as if reduced by fifty percent during combat, and restores fifty percent of his health uh, or fifty percent of the damage dealt uh, to him as health. Um, it can only be equipped by him, and he gains joint drive resistance in his C slot. Um, and if they didn't have the skills before to reach those uh, new skills in the A and C slot, I believe they get the previous skills added as well. The lower level versions. Cool. So That's an exciting change and yeah, as you said, addresses the weird blip in uh, heroes being removed it, from the rotation. It was so. kind of what we expected. They're the oldest legendaries and the pool is getting so bloated they kind of had to do something eventually. Just that we finally now know what it is as I kind of expected we would find out on the thing mm-hmm. and um these heroes get those new skills whether you summon them on the legendary hero remix banners or not uh so uh essentially my my ike and fjorm already have them because mm-hmm. i had enough uh sp to buy them right away for them and everybody should have those two heroes based on fjorm uh... was the free hero and was the free legendary in the first year that we had them and ike uh, i believe was the hero rises for his year so yeah i think he's still available as a quest is he not or a paralog yeah i can't remember (laughs) i think it was a paralog i can't remember for sure yeah but But, it's still in the game so uh everyone and and also a reward for the the i don't even know what they call it it's those 15 ranks of like onboarding for new players i'm I don't know what it's called, but it's in the top left screen, and I still haven't finished it because it's like you have to defeat a yeah. abysmal Grand Hero battle, and I, I haven't done it yet. I think but... I'm on a lunatic Grand Hero battle, and I haven't gotten around to doing that. Yeah. I had There was some advice in Discord about how to do that, but mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't really tried to build a team that follows those rules. Uh, there was also another thing mentioned this week. There's a special Castle Conversations thing in a couple days uh, where they'll be having a discussion with the voice actor of Phoenix, I don't know if he'll actually be out and visible who he is, as well as seven other voice actors. A special video discussing the 30th anniversary of Faye and the 4th anniversary or 30th anniversary of Fire Emblem and 4th anniversary of Faye. Uh, during the Fae channel, we also got a preview of the special heroes, and since then, we've gotten the trailer and the actual heroes in the game. Uh, but as the Fae channel showed, and in response to the constant complaints that we don't have enough original character units in the game, 
the Valentine's Banner is here to help us out with uh, this I'm less annoyed about, but Mom and Pop Asker finally get uh, their time in the spotlight and show who their favorite child is as they join Alphonse and Veronica for the Valentine's Festival. And of course, round out the banner with who else but Alphonse and Veronica. I mean, Duo Leaf and Thrasier. Uh, sarcasm aside, Gustav and Henriette introduce a new keyword that could be interesting to see where they go. Uh, but that first one there, Gustav, Papa Asker finally joins Heroes, having gotten ignored along with his wife, who also finally shows up during Book 3. And he is here as, here as an armored green axe unit. He wields the Loyalist axe, which boosts his special trigger by 1 and on defense, or if his health is above 75%. He debuffs the foe by attack defense minus six. And if the foe can follow it up, it reduces the damage from the first attack by 75%. He has a new skill uh, in what is sure to be a new skill line being added to the game called DR near save, uh, which which this new skill, uh, when foes with a melee attack, uh, swords, lance, dragonstone, beaststone, axe, Initiate combat against allies within two spaces of him. It triggers Savior on him and grants him defense resistance plus four if Savior is triggered, uh, which is where the DR comes from. So I'm fully expecting, you know, attack speed, attack resistance, attack defense, and all those other versions to pop up eventually. Savior is the new keyword added into the game with this unit in Henriette. Uh, it, uh, unit under the Savior effect, take the place of an ally in getting attacked during combat, including receiving after-combat effects. Uh, we saw that in the Fae channel, where you saw the character standing next to him and jumping over and being the one who enters combat instead of the person who was attacked. It will not trigger if the unit, unit cannot stand on the terrain that the unit is being the unit that they uh, are being the savior for is on, or if multiple versions of savior could trigger at the same time. Uh, I think that means, like, uh, Gustav and Henriette won't interfere with each other, but if, you know, in the future another character gets a uh, savior skill and they're both the melee version and they're both next to a character, they won't activate. Uh, and after combat, uh, movement effects do not occur if it triggers. Uh, he also comes with Ignis, Tier 4 Close Defense, and Crafty Fighter. Good stuff. Yeah, that savior, uh, that skill where he is like j- jumping in front of a, in front of a battle would be really interesting to to play around with. And um, that, as you mentioned at the top of the show, it's one of the reasons why I'm kind of interested to go back in. Um, although I'll say this, like I think the designs on both Gustav and Henriette, uh, Henrietta, like it's kind of like a like a Greek sort of like a Roman. Uh, lord type thing and you know with the flowing white robes and stuff it's a really cool look I- i'm not really sure how like a lattice axe is gonna help in battle but um i don't know <laughs> i mean you're once again trying to apply logic to special hero weapons as always that's that's my um, job on the show is to just critique we have wine glasses that are spell books we have i mean pots of flowers that are spell books in this one even well uh, spell know. spell objects i can i can get behind and i can we have lances that act like axes and axes that or 
uh, staves that look like lances. You, you could have just you could have ruined my whole uh, my whole point system by just being like, there's there's a there's a lance that is just a giant carrot. So true, there is that too. Yeah, but I mean, although um, that one at least looks like a lance. True, <laughs> and and could very well just as be a, a metal lance. As opposed to Mia's staff that she holds like a lance and looks like a lance, but is a staff, apparently. Yeah, yeah, true. I don't know. I, I think he looks great. The fact that our first version of uh, of Gustav is um, is is a special hero. I feel like he would have been he would have been a great addition as either like a uh, a raised hell version or even like an original version, but. I don't know. You know, it, I, I'm not. He looks cool. He he definitely has that that Gustav feel. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue too much here. But yeah, it's good that he's in the game, and um, it's even even kind of more surprising that Henriette is is in the game because she just I think there was just a meme going around that she had said, "I this is how I serve, and I'll I'll never be on the front lines" type thing, <laughs> and uh, and now she's here, but. Uh, Remember she uh, focused somewhat in one of the recent forging bombs. She might have said something like that then. I think she did, yeah. Um, Henriette, overflowing love. Sharina and Alphonse's mom has arrived as a summonable unit, ready to celebrate in the Day of Devotion Festival. Saw a parody video on the Face subreddit that was Sharina's mom has got it going on, which was quite funny, and I'm not going to sing, but uh, I will link it in the notes and and kind of serves as a really good intro to uh to her to her character i thought it was really funny um henriette is a red tome armor unit wielding unity blooms plus if unit is within two spaces of an ally uh inflicts attack slash resistance minus five on foe during combat and when unit deals damage to foe during combat restores four hp to unit triggers even if zero damage is dealt she has new skills in the c slot called ar Far save three. If a foe uses bow, dagger, magic, or staff damage and initiates combat against an ally within two spaces of unit, triggers savior on unit, which was what uh, Eddie had gone over. If unit triggers savior, grants attack slash resistance plus four during combat. Rounding in her kit is iceberg as a special distance defense four in the A slot and slick fighter three in the C slot. So yeah, we got Henrietta, we got Sharina's mom. Now, we, you know, we have, you alluded to it. It's Henriette, but yes. I keep saying Henrietta, don't I? Yeah, it's Henrietta, yep. you're right. Good call, good call. Um, So Sharina not being on this banner is very weird, but at the end of book four, like they kind of brought into question whether, and I'm not suggesting that, oh, maybe we don't know if Sharina is actually their daughter, so let's remove so, her from the Valentine's Day event. <laughs> I just—I don't think that's it. Cause, no, it's not. It's definitely uh, not. Gustav and Henriette both strike me as the type that, you know, whether you're the child that was born to us or your young friend who was so similar to you, we love you the same and we raised you. So Yes, which is know. the perfect rebuttal to my terrible comment. But I just, I thought it was, it, it yeah. is still weird that she's not on this banner. Um, oh, don't worry, my saltiness doesn't end. No, I didn't think I, 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 I would have not have it any one. other way. And, and I already irked that it was a all OC banner because I mean I definitely agree with the thoughts last year that we have way too many OCs in the game. But 
Well, let's talk about this pantsless version next. Yes, Alphonse the Pantsless gets an alt here uh, with Uplifting Love as the four-star focus unit in an armored green tome unit. He wields the Amity Blooms Plus, which is pretty much the same as um, Henriette's weapon. Uh, She has the standard weapon. It inflicts attack res minus five during combat on foes. Uh, if they attack an ally within two spaces of him, uh, and when he when unit deals damage on a foe during combat, it restores four HP even if the attack does zero damage. Despite being the four star focus, he does have a new skill in defense resistance form, which grants him a defense resistance boost if an ally was is within two spaces of him during combat. The buff uh, for that is equal to two times the number of allies within two spaces of him plus one, and maxes out at seven. So you can't get them insane numbers during brigade battles or whatever. Uh, he also comes with Moonbow and both bold, bold Fighter. <laughs> yeah, Bold Fighter. Um, so Alphonse, we already mentioned, is not wearing pants, um, which... I don't know. I mean, I I was gonna post in a um in Discord the uh four star focus uh Marth from last year's thirtieth anniversary banner, then I realized, oh no, he's wearing Spanx. I was gonna say I got Alphonse and post that picture. But then I realized that Marth, despite I don't think wearing them in his the original art book, is wearing Spanx in the updated version for Bay. Yeah, and you're right. I'm looking at his art now, and you're right. He just he 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 did not he did not uh, prioritize leg day as I might have assumed in terms of being an armored unit. But again, the rule of capes does apply, so he could have that yes. Batman. And cape the rule of on. quote unquote face special armor yeah. applies. You know, no, it's a Batman. Cape. I mean, if you look at Alphonse and or Gustav and Henriette's uh, outfits, and they're also armored units, you know. They don't look like what you would consider armor. Yeah. Just white drift white cloth similar to the dream or adrift uh fates units, Camilla and all them. And I guess my so. cape armor theory doesn't hold up because if you look at his damage art, th- that cape did not I mean it took a t- took the brunt of the force though, so maybe <laughs> maybe it is. Uh I don't know. Um Let's get into the duo unit on this banner. You've got Lif Undying Ties Duo, which includes Thrashir. Lif and Thrashir, generals of hell, have arrived at the Day of Devotion celebrations. While they're wearing lighter attire than usual, it looks like they're being particularly careful about keeping their faces hidden. Lif and Thrashir is a red tome cavalry wielding... I don't know even to try that. <laughs> it's like a special character in there. Which I'm assuming is silent, so I'm just going to go... Yeah, anyways, I'm not even going to try. It grants attack plus three, and if unit is within three spaces of an ally, it grants attack slash speed slash defense slash resistance plus six to unit during combat. Unit makes a guaranteed follow-up attack and reduces the percentage of foes. Reduce damage by X percent, skills by 50%. But after combat, if unit attacked deals 20 damage to nearest ally. So uh, that is... Is that not exactly Lyft's uh, weapon ability? Uh, definitely the dam- doing damage to a nearest ally thing is. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't remember if all the other stuff is exactly the same. 
it might be like a combination of their oh maybe weapons that makes sense um yeah the 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 damage to nearest ally is what sort of proc that uh that thought um if you want to look that up, i'll keep chatting here uh they have a new skill in the c slot called fatal smoke three foe cannot recover hp during or after combat and after combat inflicts deep wounds on target and foes within two spaces of target deep wounds is defined as units hp cannot be healed through its next action rounding out their kit is glimmer as a special attack slash defense slash or attack slash defense push four in the a slot and lull attack slash resistance three in the c slot their duo skill deals damage to foes within three spaces equal to 10 plus 50 percent of total damage dealt to hp of allies within three spaces uh, max damage of 40 inflicts attack slash speed minus seven on foes within three spaces of unit through their next actions can only be used once per map so this was the duo unit that kind of uh was in the preview thumbnail and um eddie was none too pleased uh it, but it wasn't even a thumbnail it was like autoplay when i went to click on it oh yes, yes. It scrolled through and showed that and it's like uh if that is what it is it's an oc banner and i'm not thrilled about that you know yeah it is um it's kind of neat here so there's there's some things here that that should be discussed like from a pairing these two characters together um first of all sharina's comments of of hiding their faces with their uh sort of costume really only kind of applies to to alphonse but i think veronica veronica or sorry thrashir has a, a little bit of a sort of a mask on um they aren't they don't appear to be in their sort of hell forms they appear to be in their like normal human forms and the idea yeah. is that they are future versions of alphonse and veronica um, well, with Lyft's mask, that could be hiding the, uh, you know, weird mask, weird, you know. It doesn't he have like a gnarly mouth? mouth? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a, got uh, a monster Thrasier, mouth. Yeah, Thrasier always looked kind of normal. It just, you know, not exactly normal. She just had a mask on her face, and so instead of that mask, she just has the veil type thing there. Mm-hmm. So... It's more him hiding stuff than her, but oh yeah, that I, yeah that makes sense. Um, is it kind of uh, so? Do you think they're implying that these two like are are partners in the future? Like that's since well, this is the Valentine's kind of implied event? that during book three. Well, maybe not romantic partners per se, but you know they had come to a common ground working for hell to try and restore their world. You know which had gotten destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. for sure. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at just re-familiarizing myself with uh, Lif. Is that, arm, is that armor on his... It kind of looks like more of armor on his face than... It's, it's kind of armored, you know, but it's got a e- evil mask thing, so... Yeah. He could have something under there. He might not. Seems um, like maybe he was hiding his, his part of his face so that they wouldn't be able to connect the dots and oh it's a future alphonse um but yeah i mean it's uh it sounds like an interesting duo unit um not one that i'm probably going to go for based on all the other stuff going on i think the more interesting thing here for me is the uh the sort of the savior uh ability or the ability to sort of jump in front of an attack with gustav and henriette um 
But uh, they they throw us a Veronica bone in the sense that uh, should not have worded it like that. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out. That's <laughs> terrible. They they uh, they throw us a free Veronica unit with the Tempest trials. Um, and uh, yeah, what what do we got there? Oh, sorry, I was looking up the stuff. Um... Sorry, I got distracted. I was trying to find the uh, Lith or Thrasir things. It definitely looks a little different. Um, Might be closer to Lith's original weapon. I couldn't find him in my barracks for some reason. I know he's there. I'm 90% certain I have him. I just couldn't find him. Uh, But it does not seem to match Thrasir's weapon. So if it is, it's more just his normal weapon and not a combination of the two, like we were discussing. Uh, but yes, like you said, oh, and now I find him. <laughs> He's in three spaces, grants attack, re- defense, resist, plus four. So it's higher instead of uh, plus four, but it does, and gives them a guaranteed follow-up, but it does do the um, odd, the 20 damage. So it's a higher boost, uh, and it adds a, re- a resist, or a reduced damage to them, but it still damages 20 damage to the nearest ally like the original version did. Or the original lift did. Uh, but as we were discussing, Veronica, the bestowed love, the uh, Tempest Trial Unit. Of course, rounding out the Askren Valentine event in the related Tempest Trial is the Child Empress who wants to destroy Asker. Wait, really? Not the Askren Princess, but the person who wants to destroy the country in a tar- childless tantrum. Whatever. Veronica, she joins as a blue cavalry tome unit wielding Pact Blooms Plus, which uh, has the same effect as Alphonse and Henriette's weapon. As the Tempest Trial unit, she does not have any new skills, but does have Growing Thunder, HP Speed, and uh, Chill Speed. Not a whole lot, but uh, a free Veronica, not too bad. We got a lot of special hero Veronicas, actually, now that, you, now that I kind of think about it. Well, maybe not a lot. I know there's an Easter one. And then a brave version. That might be it. And then the pirate one. Oh, the pirate one. Yes. Yeah. With, with Xander. Oh, Xander. Ah, yes. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm excited about this. I think Verona, Veronica is a cool... If you're going to give a hero away, I think this is the one to give away. Uh, yeah, it's cool enough. And I know she's only here because Leaf and Thrasir is the duo hero. But it's still... The fact that they gave Shireen of the Shaft is kind of... You know some to me to it's a degree super weird i will i will throw it out there as i mean if you're gonna put the whole family in there except for one it's a little it's a little exclusion that, that i don't think is necessary so either way uh that is uh that is gonna do it for our fey chat um we are gonna quickly do smelt Realm gate here because we both played a chapter of fire emblem three houses which is a uh, white clouds clawed root, and we are on chapter five this month. A task better handled by seasoned warriors, but is given to a group of plucky students. We're off to the kingdom to deal with some thieves, but it just so happens these thieves, led by McLan, 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 uh, a disowned son of House Gautier, has stolen the hero's relic from House Gautier of the Holy Kingdom of Fergus, Fargus, the Lance of Ruin. We meet with Judith from the Alliance who is a new character to me, having only played Black Eagles. 
Uh, I think we meet her like we we kill her in one of the chapters probably later on in Black Eagles. Um, probably, probably you kill everyone in that chapter <laughs> or that sorry that route. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Um, uh, after after the meeting, uh, Byleth meets with Hanneman, who has discovered the identity of Byleth's crest. It is the crest of flames, a crest that once was wielded only by Nemesis over a thousand years ago. The group meets the bandits at Conand Tower, assisted by Gilbert. The top floor, they battle McClan only for him to transform into a ferocious beast. When reporting to Rhea, she calls it divine punishment from the goddess. In the library, Byleth and their house leader run into Tomas while talking about how McClan couldn't use the lance because he lacked a crest. Tomas then talks about how using the hero's relics transformed Nemesis and the other heroes into beasts. So. Pretty interesting story-wise chapter as we get to learn more about these uh, these holy weapons and um, the crests required to use them uh, and all that fun stuff. And then uh, this surprise sort of boss at the end. Um, I remember this obviously isn't my first playthrough, but my first playthrough was interesting as they introduced that beast. Like you, you go through that whole chapter. It's kind of like a corridor winding sort of thing where it's a, a spiral and you have to work your way around um and there's some optional areas with a chest and then like a, a a bigger armored dude but then once you get all your characters up or get some characters up to defeat the boss it triggers a cutscene and then ports all your characters wherever they are i remember the first time playing like i spent a bunch of time trying to get all my heroes to the boss battle before when i could have mm-hmm. just taken them out and they all would have been warped save me some time yeah um, but you don't know that you know no you, you don't also know don't that. know that there's an extra boss battle here no so. exactly they don't really telegraph it but i found that i forgot how horrible that transformation was for for mclun i think he like not only does it look super painful as the as the weapon is sort of transforming him but also very terrifying like he is not he is he is not cool with what's going on, mm-hmm. and um, then as you're fighting him, he's still kind of in there because you can hear it's a it's a modulated voice, but you hear the same voice actor kind of just screaming in agony, and yeah. uh, it's really it's really it's really dark. It's not it's not pleasant. It's kind of dark, and this chapter also kind of shows the kind of hidden hypocrisy of the nobles of this world. Because, you know, this was their son, but they kick him out because he didn't have a crest. And they got Sylvain, who had a crest. So. Yeah. Right. Is this Sylvain's brother? I was trying to remember yes. the connection. This is Sylvain's older brother. McClon, mm. who was kicked out because he didn't have a crest. Or at least kicked out of succession in... I can't remember if he was fully kicked out of the house or if... He was treated less of, as less than because he didn't have a crest, so he turned to banditry. And they kicked him out because he went to banditry after getting losing his uh, place as the heir. Mm-hmm. Well, he was definitely treated yeah. differently because he didn't have a crest, which yeah. which sent him down that path. And you're right; it does kind of show the weirdness of of the nobles and how they treat each other and what they prioritize and. And I mean, like some might say, oh, I don't know, maybe justifies some of the actions of certain characters in certain routes. Maybe I don't know. Just throwing. I know that 
I, I know some Black Eagle fans will be happy to hear that, but um I mean that's one thing about this game is that there's no one hundred percent right and wrong for any of the characters in any of their routes. I mean so you're right on that. But I mean this also goes to show why you can't just let the relics in, you know, ignore the crests, because you know, if you have any crest you're able to wield it, if you have a the matching crest it has extra abilities but if you don't have a crest and try and run around using this then you know you get transformed into this monstrous beast which is what happens here yeah yeah it's a it's a really odd um it's 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 just so it surprised me when i first uh played through it and i'm even playing through it again here it's just like oh man like that's pretty pretty gruesome and it kind of sets up the idea that the beasts you encounter further on in the game may be transformed people to some extent right i don't I know if think they it's any beasts that look like this and not the normal beasts it apparently um like there are large wolves, just has a giant beast problem because there are large wolves large worms large uh birds you know yeah. that just for some reason, for the past few months, haven't been attacking people. But you know, after this chapter, or maybe it's the chapter after, they start randomly attacking you. But yeah, yeah, it's a. It was an interesting battle. I think it was um, a pretty softball hit uh, as they introduce you to fighting beasts, uh, that mechanic, yeah. and using gambits to kind yeah. of like uh, you, you know, say stun it's them. a softball hit, but as a hidden final boss. Uh, you expend a bunch of, you know, heals and, you know, armor, especially if you're going at level, not overpowered like I am. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you aren't careful with your gambits, not knowing about it, um, you're kind of in a tight space because, uh, if I recall correctly, I mean, it might not hit as hard as some of the later beasts can, but he doesn't, you know, play with kid gloves and, you know, retaliates pretty heavily and pretty far. So, if yeah. you don't have the gambits to break his armor, you could be in a tight spot here. I remember, yeah. I remember my first playthrough. I had I had some issues, and I had to kind of rewind a bunch as the as the monster would would take out some units. But um, having being a season three houses, like having played a, a prior route, I, I, it was fairly simple but um i could see uh, um even if you're like trying to play like early in on this is early in the game so if you're playing on a harder difficulty you could kind of run into some issues as you said mm. um but i still enjoyed it uh i really feel like the monastery is starting to drag for me mm. um and uh i know that's not going to get any easier as we continue and i will try not to mention it every week but um i have taken up automatic instructioning i think that's helped a little bit um but i am also thinking about skipping auxiliary battles but eddie we were talking pre-show and you were saying paralogs are going to start up soon and i and i think that might help because yeah. i really feel like right now the battles are very just generic the auxiliary battles i think you're tired with auxiliary bat battles imagine me who's doing a couple hundred of them well you're doing that to yourself i, I have yes that is my own fault yeah, that has nothing to but do with But I also with have me. characters that are like level 25, 26. Wow. I think is among my lowest characters. That's great. Might still have some down at low 20s. Uh, Cyril, who I recruited this month, 
is probably pretty low down because he only has two low level classes he can learn, mm-hmm. you know, or practice on. And then you got to get him get his skills up so he can get the other classes. Yeah. Uh, I did not recruit Cyril this week, but I did. I'm about a week behind you. I, I did recruit Catherine. I got her into my ranks. Um, didn't didn't have her in previous playthroughs, obviously, because I only played Black Eagle, and she's very not happy with that route. Um, but uh, <laughs> it was cool to have her. And a lot of people are very not happy with that route. <laughs> a lot of people who join you your can't crew. recruit Cyril if you're playing that route. Yeah, I well. never had Cyril. Um, uh, I'll uh, I'll have him next week. Uh, or next time we discuss three houses, um, you can also it unlocks the statues this chapter as well. But mind you, yes. if you if this is your multiple playthroughs, and the blacksmith, and the blacksmith, yeah, um, I was able to max out my uh, saint statues just with the remaining um, professor points I had. So that's all done on my account. So I guess going forward, I'll be able to be able to do that pretty quickly if I do another route. But um, all in all, I I think the monata- monastery is is interesting. I find that I'm more inclined to play it and enjoy it right after finishing the chapter battle, as opposed to like revisiting it days later and being like, okay, let's get through this. Um, but I I'm trying to find the fun there. I think in your first playthrough, the monastery is really interesting and really engaging, and it has uh, uh, sort of. Um, it, you know reduce a f- reduced effect as you play through multiple times but i feel mm-hmm. like if i were not such a completionist i could just do the quests and hop out and not talk to everybody every time that is totally yeah. on me so i will take yeah as as of now um once parallel set up start up i'll do those but as of right now i'm grinding out three classes a month and limiting myself to that if I were to go real crazy, I could do an extra class or two with some extra certifications. Well, we will uh, we will be back for Chapter 6 of White Clouds um, in just a couple weeks. A little bit of a longer episode should help tie you over until we return after our week break. Um, but uh, you can find more episodes at gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. Email the show, fay at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers in Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. That's where we'll be over the next couple weeks. So if you're missing Summoner's Call, that's the best place to be. If you're on Twitter, you can find me at rmurphy, Eddie at Drowfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers in for show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforest.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.